Hi guys, this is Watching People Cook, Master Chef Junior, Season 7, Episode 7. I'm Pepper Proxy. And I'm David. And we're heading to the great outdoors for the toughest team challenge yet. It was, it was um, Camp Master Chef with uh, Gordon Ramsay standing on top of the flag stand and blowing the bugle. He was blowing the bugle in dad shorts. Um, Gordon and Aron both had their little dad shorts on at the camp. That's true. And then um, Christina Tozzi was wearing a smart little pair of cargos. And I think they're the J brand Houlihan, which I had a while ago. Wow. Um, but her, her little cargos were kind of fashionable. They had no pockets. I, no. Then maybe, then they couldn't have been the hula hands. At least the, well, I don't know if that was initially when she got off, but when they went up, they didn't have pockets because she had to have a fanny pack to hold the coin to flip. The, yes. And how about her driving skills? They didn't appear that great. <laughs> it what, looked what? as if she drove very slowly. <laughs> And um, she was moving the steering wheel back and forth in an almost comical way, as if you were a toddler pretending to drive. <laughs> she was bouncing <laughs> quite a bit, too. Yes. So <laughs> I, I don't know if that was real driving or Stage. pretending oh. driving. Okay. Well, it still looked fun. Yes. Her little cac- cactus earrings were bouncing up and down. It's true. It's true. Um, and then... Um, Shay complimented himself by saying they didn't kick anyone out last week. Yes. So that meant everyone that was left behind is very talented. <laughs> very talented. Shay has a lot of confidence. He does. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he's not the only one, but he definitely is, um, it's, com- it's confident. Yeah. Well, I just want to say everyone in this podcast is very smart. The other thing before we get into the teams uh, that I kind of was, I'm perplexed by the contestant Aaron mm-hmm. because um, he was stumped um, about the challenge because he didn't know what kids liked. And then he started pulling the, the hair like, yes. off the top of his head. And he again, he does not seem, every episode he seems like a different child. You think? Yeah. See, and um, my interesting quote from him was, this time we're not cooking for normal people, we're cooking for kids, <laughs> which which would be what, my title that, for the episode. What, be, what does that mean to him, do you think? I don't know. I think, I think he, normal people must be adults. adults. And so that's why he's perplexed by children, because he doesn't hang out with kids. So he doesn't know what they like. Well, he hangs out. He's more, Is he a mansion child? Yes. And he hangs out with a lot of um, women. He said he, yeah. cook, he likes to cook for the ladies, I think, in a previous episode. Huh? He's, he's, I'm stumped by Aaron. Yeah, it was, it was an interesting comment. But yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess some of the kids at the camp were normal. Well, okay, let's talk about this. I, I, I would think that some of them were. Mm-hmm. I do have to say a couple of the kids at camp, it appeared as though they ate 
raw chicken and ate maybe more than they should have. But we'll get to that in a minute. But I was still, the other thing that I was perplexed by was Jayla is a team captain. Um, Malia is the other team captain. Uh-huh. But Jayla picks Aaron for the very first. Like she has first pick and uh, she picks him. I it, was so surprised. It was an interesting, It I I don't think that they would do this. But it almost seemed as if they told them who to choose first and last, based on or based on the how it went because it was, it, it was an interesting group Warner. of people yeah. because Reed, who is probably the best outdoor cook, hands down, I would pick Reed first. Right, was picked for his team last. Yeah, he was the very. No, was Evie the fi- no? Kate was the very Kate last. Kate was the very last, but chosen. Reed was but Reed was second to last. Second to last. Yeah. And then Reed gets put in charge of the protein after being picked the last. Yeah, it seemed it was perplexing. Maybe there was something I, edited out. I would say it seems fishy, but instead <laughs> I'll say it seems poultry. <laughs> so the teams are Jayla, Aaron, um, Che, Kyle. Seattle Sadie, Brielle, and Reed um, are on the red team. And then Malia is the leader of the blue team. Or actually, she kind of didn't lead the team, but she picked the team. Um, and that's Evie, Rashad, Ivy, Ben, Matthew, and Kate. So, like you said, it's a summertime staple chicken. Right. Um, and what is, what's the prize if, of the, for the winning team? Well, I'm going to admit something here. <laughs> Because I can't I, wait. Every time I hear Family Circle magazine, I think that they are talking about Family Circus, the cartoon. So they go, We're gonna have our recipe in Family Circle, which is what they said, and yeah. I hear we're gonna have our recipe in Family Circus, and I think, well, I hope Billy, Billy. likes it. Yeah. <laughs> hope Billy doesn't make any smoothies. Yeah. I hope not me doesn't run off with some raw chicken. Oh my gosh, do you remember? I, I'm sure if we, I, I'm sure there's some listeners that still, you know, still read Family Circus and love it. Because I think Bill, Bill Keen's son, Bill, um, is doing it now. Oh, yeah. But the thing that I always will remember about Family Circus, I liked it as a child. The not me thing totally creeped me out. But the other thing that creeped me out about that comic was. I read um, an interview with Bill Keen, and mm-hmm. he always signed his name, he spelled his name B-I-L, and in this article, and I think it was maybe in Reader's Digest, because I read Reader's Digest, and Family Circle, and Women's Day as a small, small child. Well, wow, I'm with um, an expert. Yeah, you're with an expert. So in Reader's Digest, the article said that Bill Keen tells the story that he spells his name B-I-L, because as a small child, he did something bad, like he was mischievous or something, and his dad, like, kicked the L out of him, huh. or hit the L, like, beat the L out of him, and that's why he, his name is B-I-L, which just seemed kind of kind of scary. Well, let me just, <laughs> let me add on here that not me is some kind of evil poltergeist, <laughs> because it causes problems. <laughs> All over the place. And it's a weird cartoon because when someone dies, their ghost comes back and watches over the children. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. 
That's right. Okay. So <laughs> so it is Family Circle magazine. magazine. Um, and they get their recipe, their recipe, mm-hmm. which kind of seemed kind of odd too. Like what recipe were they following? Um, <laughs> Buttered corn. <laughs> and swish shard. Potatoes. <laughs> So Seattle Sadie, with her sass, says not even Julia Child has re- had a recipe published by the age of 12. And my note to that was it's because Julia was busy learning spy games because the... She was in the CIA. Yeah, the folklore around her is that she was an, an agent. Right. Yeah. And I, let me also say about Seattle Sadie, she was wearing a Wednesday Adams dress, but it was in green. And so I was going to calling her in my head Saturday Adams, <laughs> the happy sister of Wednesday Adams, because it's the weekend. Yeah, it's not Hump Day. No, yeah, put a little color on. Put a little color on, but still in the Wednesday Adams dress. Yeah, she's 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 something. <laughs> so the red team makes barbecue chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, roasted corn and potatoes, which at least they were using outdoor qu- like cooking sure. equipment. Yeah, and quickly we discover why um, the color for their team is red. <laughs> Does it because, have to do with raw chicken? Because <laughs> they open the chicken up and blood flows forth. It's like gushing and, out of the in chicken. In a fountain. It's like the uh, Crazy 88 scene in Kill Bill. <laughs> it's just a mass, a mass, uh, you know, the shower scene in Psycho, like everything yeah. happens. They open that chicken up and it's so bad. Gordon does one of my favorite things, which is he chucks it. Well, before he chucks it, he does. But before he chucks it, he'll say, he says, this is a quote, you'll send those children. Wait, let me get my British accent on. <laughs> Hang on a second. I bet you a penny on it. You'll send those children to hospital in a matter of seconds. Yes. And, and then he. But is it really that fast? That you'd have to go to the no, hospital for no, eating. No, like he's being he's being chicken. he's being dramatic. Okay, <laughs> and then he throws it and said, "There's one for the bears." <laughs> do bears like raw chicken? Don't they? I'm sure they do. And then um, Jayla says, um, "The kids are here to eat, not to die." Um, and after this, Reed is totally fired up, and we have to remember he's only eight years old. Right. He starts to spiral. Um, and this is where I started crying because right. Reed starts to cry, and it was it was pretty heartbreaking to me. Well, and I I have to say I think he was crying because he was actually scared to serve raw chicken. Yeah. When he did serve raw chicken, he was very upset. Yeah, but I did like he he kind of bounced back after his pep talk from Christina, which was good. Um, and it also seemed like Kyle did a great job with um, chatting up the campers mm-hmm. and also trying to help Reed and like kind of yeah. get Reed back, you know, back to level, mm-hmm. um, level set. But I did think that Kyle showed some really good customer service. That's true. And he was on Sadie's team. So I think I know. <laughs> Who taught him those skills? <laughs> did he say nice outfit to any of the kids? Was there? There was maybe. Oh, I think I said nice outfit to Christina. Well, it was, you know, from the circus episode. That was Sadie's go-to line. I like your outfit. Nice outfit. Yeah, it didn't help And in this one, it's like, (laughs) here you go. And so they're chatting up the customers. Yeah. Which worked. That and cooked chicken 
there was <laughs> the pair of uh, of ideas because the fried chicken ended up being kind of a disaster because it was cooked to order. So unlike the pans of chicken, which would cook all at once, yeah. they had to cook each one. So some were raw and some were cooked and most were raw but i i don't understand like how do you get to the point and one of the children kind of like hit upon this a little bit maybe it was rashad but how do you get to the point where you're camping and in outdoor setting camping they're huge um bar like grills set up and your choice is to deep fry chicken yeah it was an odd choice and i think they had like not kale, Swiss chard, and maybe cornbread. But I think the other thing, the only other option since one team did barbecued chicken would be for them to do a fancier kind of chicken. So I think they were trying to think, what do kids want to eat? And someone, I think, and one yeah, of the teams Swiss even chard, said... chard, come on. Well, someone said balsamic chicken. Oh. And they were like, nah, no one wants balsamic chicken. I'm su- I was just really surprised that they didn't choose like grilled teriyaki chicken or some some other form of using that outdoor equipment. I agree. Yeah. I just don't. I, but I don't know. But they had full ovens out there to roast the potatoes in too. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, so during um, so they did find this raw chicken during mid service, and um, I thought it was kind of funny that. Um, I think it was Gordon said, if I had feathers in my pocket, I'd stick it back in the pen, in its pen. Yep. And then Gordon's like, give me your aprons. Um, and little Matthew in his dinosaur top kind of gives him a little bit of lip, um, but in a very polite way. And he says, no, chef, no, chef, no, chef. And, and so he's like sticking to his guns that he mm-hmm. does not want to give up his apron. They cut to commercial, and when they come back, he's like, well, don't serve any more raw chicken. Yeah, and it seemed like Ben tried to be the voice of reason on his team and Mm -hmm. really tried to rally the troops, but you could kind of tell who was going to win and who was going to lose pretty early on in this challenge. I agree. I think it was was almost uh, predetermined. What do you mean by that? No, it just just by who who was on which team because if you were saying it's an outdoor cooking challenge and Reed was on one of the teams, I would have picked Reed. Yeah. And his team won. So do you think the kids really do you think Malia and Jayla really pick their teams? I don't know. I don't know. I think they're my guess is during production there's some limitation or restriction on how they pick the teams. Because it certainly wasn't by apparent level of their cooking ability that they they picked them. Or even friendships. Or friendships. And I also have a feeling that they don't want people to feel bad for getting picked last. Yeah. So my guess is there's some degree. I don't know what it is. And I'm sure it's fair because there's parents there and all, you know. So I don't think there's chicanery going on. I just don't think it happens exactly the way they show it on TV. Because um, Matthew basically just plated food and he got chosen before Reed, who got put in charge. Or Kate. Or Kate, who's great too. So it's like... You know, that that was crazy to me. So anyway, yeah. I just thought, I, I don't know what their rules for choosing people are, but I don't think it's 
it's direct as like we saw it as we saw yeah. it yeah I um I well so the kids all the um, campers vote by going down a slip and slide, and as we've talked about, the winning team is the red team, and part of their reward for winning is they get to go down the slip and slide too. Nice. It seemed like they all needed a little bit of a slip and slide break. Well, they were covered in all that chicken blood, so it <laughs> switched it right off. Well, they also use soap on the slip and slide, so yes. they probably it was probably a sanitary thing. Exactly. Well, they shot him with that red liquid <laughs> blood, and then <laughs> chicken blood. And then chicken him, blood's kind of pink. And then sent him down the water chute <laughs> with some soap water. And then the judges. Go down, and it looked like the judges really were having fun. I think but they were. Aron kind of landed kind of hard on his he tummy. He did a belly flop. That's what I thought. It's yeah. Like, oh, ouch. I know. It was a bad one. So, um, so I thought Malia was handling the loss really well and very maturely. Yes. Um, and she said part of the reason is because she's very competitive. She is in competitive soccer and in dance. Nice. Um, so the pressure test is kicked off with your favorite. What's that? A dump. I know a big, a big coconut dump, or as uh, Gordon refers to it, <laughs> coconut rain, which reminds me of the song "Chocolate Rain." Chocolate. Well, how rain. does that go? Uh, I can't sing it. Can you try? No, half from my work sings it so well. Can you do an impersonation of half? No, I don't know the I don't know the the words. It's a very weird song, though. It was one of those original internet memes I songs. I remember this. <laughs> had a super deep voice. Something, something, something brings the pain. Yeah. Or something. It all rhymes with rain. What's his name? What's the guy's name? Tay Zonday. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But it's coconut rain. Yep. Which is the opposite color of chocolate rain. White. And yes. then it dumps on the kids. It goes down people's shirts. Little Ivy said, it's down my shirt. And then she had to take her her little fedora off and brush it off. Well, my, here was my thought during it, because it went on for a really long time. At what point does it become scary? What? Like, it's <laughs> never going to stop, dear Lord, because Ivy... There was a child that said, it hurts. I know, Ivy is not that tall. I know. And she's wearing the hat, so she got she didn't get the worst of it. But it just kept coming down, and it was like... It was like up to their knees. I know, and that just made me think like one of those things where they're like shooting him with grip cream, and it's like, ha, 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 ha. And they just kept going. It's like yeah. at a certain point, it's like... And for me, the coconut, they crossed that line. Well, you're not a fan of coconut. Well, and I, I definitely am not a fan of having like half a ton, metric ton of, of <laughs> coconut dumped from a ceiling on Pelted my on, Pelted on your yeah. head. Um, so... Um, during the pressure test, Malia does a good job. Yep. Um, her t- crust looks great, and Gordon was very complimentary. Yep. Um, her pie actually comes out to be the best of the night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in her talking head seg- segment, like, remember, she has the best voice ever. I think she does need you to You love do- her voice. I love her voice. Um, but then she gets a little sassy, and she says, Miss Malia is coming through. Like, <laughs> She, and she's doing this. You better watch out. Po, like well, po, she does the eyes. she yeah. does the two points to her eyes uh, with two yeah. fingers and then turns it around in a threatening manner. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I, it's hard to ha- see Malia as any kind of threat like that way because her little voice. 
is it so sweet? She's like a little crow. I know. Those are the ones to watch out for. <laughs> Do you know from experience? <laughs> yes. Um, and I also I wanted to say, once again, though, this is one of those uh, where the strength of the child plays into the challenge because they have to lift that mixer up. Yeah. And it was just like, I, they were helping one another and stuff, which is always nice to see. But that's, I don't know why if you were doing that challenge, you just wouldn't put the mixer out. Yeah, Taddy Allen wasn't there to help the kids with no. their stand mixers. No, and Arone just stood there like a big old dolt, did not lift in a mixer. Well, it's because he hurt his tummy on the earlier <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Um, so uh, Rashad says he likes to eat coconut when he goes back to the Bahamas. Nice. And I'm like, that must be hard. It must be. Good on him. <laughs> he messed up his pastry cream yep. out the gate. He did it the Bahamanian way. <laughs> what and, and what is that way? Milky. Yeah, it was super, super milky because he mixed his heavy cream and the milk together. But I was impressed with the judges or production or whoever because Gordon Ramsay went over right away and helped course correct him. That's true. But he went on and had to make three back different batches of pastry cream because he's, he struggled with it. He did. He struggled with his cream. <laughs> um, he had a clunky way of adding his pastry cream to his crust, too. So clunky, in fact, that one of the judges said... Oh my goodness, he's not even piping that <laughs> piping that pastry cream into that crust. He's just like... Dumping it in. Dumping it in. It's a sugar dump in there. Um, but he ends up being safe. He does. Um, so we go on to Ivy. And um, Ivy said that she learned how to make her um, pies, usually pump, or apple and peach, from her great-grandmothers. Yes. Um... Aron said it t- her pie tasted um, really good. There were a couple technical difficulties, but overall she did a really good job and she was second best. Yep. And then we go to Ben. Mm-hmm. And he has a tough time, must have a hard life too, because he got he likes to gather his coconuts on the beach in, when he's down in Florida. Yeah. Did you, did you I know. pick up I, on that? I did. I did notice that. And Ben is uh, thick. His crust is thick. His crust was super thick. His cream was over whipped. Um, and he was in the bottom three. He was. R- rightly so. Yeah, I agree. Um, so then, uh, who was wearing a shark tee? Who was wearing a shark tee? Matthew? Yes. So in this challenge, he had a um, dinosaur t-shirt on earlier, but he switched into his blue shark tee, and he's chatting with Gordon, and he lets Gordon know he's made five pies in his life, um, and he thinks he did a pretty good job. And he, he did. Yeah, he did, because he was overall number three. Her, the only constructive feedback was his... Um, Cream needed to be whipped a little bit more because it was kind of runny. Yeah, and I have to say something about the chocolate uh, cream that they used. Yeah. Do you use emojis in your phone? <laughs> what? what are you referring to? What, what emoji did that cream look like? <laughs> well, I wonder. I think I've never had a chocolate coconut cream pie. We've talked about um, Dahlia Bakery here in Seattle a couple episodes ago with a 
their coconut cream pie with coconut pastry cream. Right. I'm not sure about a chocolate coconut. Must maybe tastes like a almond joy. Man, maybe. I don't know. You don't like those almond joys. No, not no. my not my choice for a candy bar. Or uh, or a pie. Or a pie. Um. So Evie says that um, they kind of set this up. I kind of felt like they set it up like, uh-oh, because she's, like, very confident. She says she loves to um, bake to de-stress, and then she totally goes off the rails. Right. And Christina even goes, before, like, anything, like, negative happens, she goes over, she gives her some good pointers, like, check your crust, make sure it's cooked, you have a clear, yep. like, baking dish, um, and it didn't even seem like Evie was <clears throat> listening to Christina. She was in it. I think. I think that that's what we. I was saying a while ago about the kids. It's. It's not so much that none of them are bad cooks, but when you're in a stressful situation, it's easy to crash and burn. And I think that um, if you mess up one part of a large component, something with a lot of components, it's easy to let that cascade into a vortex of disaster. Yeah. Which is what I think happened because it was like the crust wasn't right and then the, something else wasn't yeah. right. You know, and it just, it just all of a sudden was just not Evie's best day. No, it wasn't. So her crust was undercooked. It kind of fell apart when she was taking it out of the oven and, and she became very stressed and was not able to, like, rebound from that right um so tonight wasn't her night and i actually thought evie was gonna go pretty far i thought so too but unfortunately she's one of the children to go home but she will keep cooking <laughs> she made a promise to gordon don't we all <laughs> um so then um we see kate um and she she's so cute she says that she likes to make pies with her nana and she likes to make apple and peach pies, too. So I think Ivy said the same thing, but I'd need to rewatch it. Um, and um, she had some troubles because her crust was folding yeah. in on itself because it was super thick, I think. I know. She had too much whipped cream. Um, she said in her exit interview, she said she's... I always said Bama, but she said she's going to go back to Alabama very proud of herself, yeah. as she should. As she should. I, She is one I don't think got a chance to shine. Like, I think she kind of got downplayed in the early episodes, and but she never got her chance to be like, like show herself. So... I would have liked to have seen more of Kate. I think she went home too soon. I think so too. And I, I almost wonder if the production team thought she was going to make it further as well. So they didn't have as much footage of her in the earlier episodes. Mm -hmm. So then when they went and edited it, because usually they'll do they'll front load some of the earlier episodes with contestants that go home early. Yeah. Um, so I kind of wonder if she maybe went home before. They thought she was going, going to. Going to? Maybe so. And and um, the other thing now is we're at the halfway point for contestants. I know. It's gone kind of fast. Yeah. So half the contestants are gone. And uh, they next week, 
Well, um, next week, um, I think it's um, the Kids Bop Kids, which seems like a... When I was a little kid, there was a show on called Kids Incorporated, and Fergie was on it, and maybe Justin Timberlake. Like, so there were a couple famous kids, like people who went on to like bigger and better things, but the Kids Bop Kids kind of reminded me of... Kid, we're the kids incorporated. K I D S. See, I think. Looks like we made it. Kids incorporated. I think, I think Kids Bop is a Menudo esque band where they replace the members and they record kids' version of popular songs where they change the lyrics. And so you can oh. get like kids. Bop. I don't know this for a fact. Like I, yeah. I'm just guessing based off of what I've seen. But they do like a kids' bop version. So if a song is saucy or yeah. whatever, they do a version that's less saucy, and it's them singing and they dance, and you know. One of the one of the kids' bop kids, they showed um, them up on the balcony, mm-hmm. and this person looked as though maybe they were a little too. They weren't really a kid anymore. Oh, no, you think that? So like a 30-year-old kid bopper? I couldn't tell. I, I'm anxious to watch the episode. And then the other thing that's next week are the um, uh, throwbacks. Um, so we get to see the judges with childhood pictures of themselves. And then they dress as if they're the child. Um, which I'm kind of dressed like today because I'm wearing my little coveralls. That's true. For the Farmer yes. Challenge. Um, but then also, just one other little thing I want to say about Matthew. Um, this is a Matthew moment. When um, Kate and Evie are leaving, he says to them, I love seeing you guys grow. But he said it so sincerely and so sweetly. It wasn't condescending at all. He's like, bye. I love seeing you guys grow. And it just seems so cute. He's got good self-talk. And he's sharing it with others. It is. He's He's got the confidence. He does. So I guess we'll see you guys next week with the Kids Bop Kids and the judges in their um, childhood memories, memento, clothing. Bops. <laughs> Bops.